SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Faith and Hope with Sweet Tea and Sass, encouraging couples to reconnect with God and with each other so they can live their happily ever after, too. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Tea and Sass. This week, we're going to be talking about best friends. Who's your best friend? You. And... I would hope that your spouse is your best friend. Doesn't hurt to have friends who are male that are good friends or female that are good friends, but I would hope that your best friend in your life is your spouse. And one of the things that I was praying for when I was looking to settle down was to find somebody who would be my best friend. Not only my spouse and my wife and the mother of my children, but somebody who was going to be my best friend. And I, on the other hand, didn't even know that was possible because I don't think my parents even liked each other, much less we're friends. So this week's Bible verse comes out of Proverbs 18, verse 24. A man who has friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Never had any brothers. So I don't know how close a brother can stick, but supposedly brothers are supposed to be there for difficult times. But when you don't have a brother and you don't have anything to compare to, I had three younger sisters and that's a whole nother world and a whole nother topic. So I was looking for somebody who deep pile of kimchi who would <laughs> stick with me through thick and thin through Check. through um craziness chaos Check. Check. who would um love me for who i was Check. not for somebody who i wasn't wouldn't put any kind of um external um expectations kind of change you uh, on me oh i for, think it's okay to have expectations but not expecting me to change to something that i wasn't right and to accepting me for who god made me to be and i found that in in sass here and i think too it's important to have somebody that knows that you're a work in progress true I, you know i'm still a work in progress there's only one person that was ever perfect and he was crucified and died on a cross and rose again. We ain't him. And I ain't him. Ain't even close. But I try to be better today than I was yesterday. And and she does the same thing. And sometimes I fail. Uh, a lot times. of times I fail. Most but, times. But we know that we have each other's back no matter what the situation is or what what is coming down the road or 
any any blind yes blind spot that, that just comes out of nowhere we know we have each other's back and, and that's what friendship is and that's and having a best friend is your having your spouse as a best friend is something that a lot of people don't have yeah and it's so important it takes work i mean it's not it's not it's not an easy road guess what i don't even always like you no i don't always like you yeah but i love you i always love you but i don't always like you but you're always my friend yep. and if if i'm if i need something if i'm if i need advice if i am in trouble if i need i mean you're going to be the first person i come to right always 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 and that's and the way it it's always been yes it doesn't matter what the what the topic is or the situation is or what the difficulty is the first person you should go to is your spouse and i think that for us was one thing that we didn't realize at the time but was good that we didn't have a real strong connection to our family of origin and families of origin like we didn't we weren't just like you know how a lot of families you feel you still feel committed committed to them you feel like you feel like that's your family and and this is your spouse and they should be different I think because both of us kind of felt alone and and estranged in our own mm -hmm. families yep. is why we were able to build a relationship and the bond that we have had right and the friendship that we have had right because, because we, we didn't were, have that we were both looking for something that we didn't find in our in our four walls as as children right growing up and we were looking for something to create in our own four walls so to speak well now we're on four wheels but yeah but well, we still have walls yeah we still have walls. Just, walls they just expand a little bit and well i guess one of them is a window yeah because the windshield's a window so it's not really a wall but it's we were looking for something more than what we had at home and even yeah. though we only dated four months our friendship started from the night we met yeah even though she wasn't going to admit it, it did start from the night we met. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, you know, you're a sum total of where you come from and your experiences up until now. That's that's right. what makes you who you are. So that was my experience: is that men weren't that great and they couldn't be trusted and they didn't tell the truth and they were going to just, you know, bail on you at any minute. And so that was my lived experience. So that's what I acted from. Right. And I didn't know any other way to be. And it was learning to trust you and learning to know that you were what you said you were and what you were, you, you said you were, you were going to do what you said you were going to do was a process for me. Right. And it's still a process. Not as much as it was, but it is still a process. And I think, you know, on the subject of friends too, something really important is I, we both had friends from our our teenage years, our high school and all those things right. and bringing those friends into our relationship as part of us. Now we didn't, we have never been ones that are like, well, I'm going to go out with my buddies or I'm going to go out right. with my girlfriends and, and, you know, and you just stay behind. That's just not how we operated. Once we were a couple, we were a couple Everywhere. and yeah. And if you want us to, to come hang out with you, go out with you. We're going to come as a couple because now we're one. Right. 
we're we're the same person. And and that's something, you know, I think that a lot of people that it causes a lot of hardship, hardship and problems in marriage is people don't do that. Right. And I and I think a lot of it too is people because people still have that selfish streak in them that they want their alone time. But when, sometimes I still want my alone time. Yeah, but it's not it's not a it's not an every Friday night or every Saturday night type deal. And it's no, you know, they're sometimes I just stay at home when he goes and does stuff just because I need to be at home. I need to be by myself at home. I just want to chill. And he went right. grocery shopping this morning. I read a couple chapters in a book uninterrupted. That's really nice. Right. I could have went with him, but I just, I just did my alone time. So, you know, but I mean, I, I see so many couples, especially newlyweds uh, and, and prior to having children. And then also a lot of times after you have children, the, the husband, especially goes out with his buddies and goes out drinking and partying and doing all this and goes to the bar and things, which, I mean, if that's your scene and that's what you want to do, then, I mean, you know, go ahead, but it's not going to strengthen and build your relationship, your friendship and your marriage. If, you know, and we have had this a lot of times, motorcycle riders, we go with our, our motorcycle groups and one group in particular that we go with, they want to do like, oh, the guys are all going to just ride this day and the girls are going to go do this. And that's fine if that's what you want to do and that's what they do. He and I do our own thing that day. Right. Because we go, we we consider we're like, we're one. Right. So, you know, and if he wanted to go ride with the guys, then go ride with the guys. I don't want to go shop with girls because I'm not a shopper and that's not what I want to do. But I would just stay at the hotel and chilled and, you know, kicked my feet up and watched the TV read and, you know, had and been fine. But it's important. It's not, there's nothing wrong with having friends and going out and doing things with your friends. But when you're as doing long as that, that doesn't become the priority. Yeah. As an exclusion for your spouse. And one of the really, you know, things that, I think surprised a lot of people when we got married and surprised it was surprised me my very best friend we have been friends since I was one year old one years old because she um is a year younger than me we grew up together we we worked together every time I was at my grandmother's she was over I was over at her house we I mean we and we had this agreement that she was graduating the year after me. And when she graduated, she was going to come and we were going to move in together. She was going to move over to where I lived, you know, and we were going to get a job and move in. Well, then I decided to get married in December and she graduated the next May. And she asked me, she said, what about our plan? And I'm like, oh, I've already talked to Arnold. He's good. He'd come live with us. And we got a spare bedroom and it's all good. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, we're all good. Yeah. And and she lived with us off and on for several years. Yeah. I mean, like after the girls were born. Yeah, I think. I mean, for, well, until she got until she got married. Off and on, yeah. Well, she moved out before she got married. She was in. She was already on her own for a year or so before yeah. her and Mark got married. Yeah. But but she lived with us. She went on vacation with us. I mean, we. 
she was part of our family. Yeah. I mean, she she's our kid's aunt. Um, you know, they she was going to get custody if anything ever happened to us. She was going to raise our kids for us. I mean, you know, she, you know, and and a lot of people were surprised like that. They were, you know, kind of didn't really know what to think or how to take that she was there. And sometimes I was still at work, and you and her were there yeah. by yourselves. And I never, it never crossed my mind that it was anything funky going on or anything because I trusted him and I trusted her. Right. And, and that's something you have to learn to embrace your spouse's friends that they had before you. And you may not like them. I know you had this friend and I, we can't to this day remember his name, but we, when we first got married, we lived in that little tiny trailer mm-hmm. and he would drop by every day about 5.30 after work. And it was right when I was getting dinner ready and I had dinner for two because we were living on less than a shoestring. We were, you know, barely making ends meet. I didn't have the money to feed another person. And he would always drop by. And I'd always feel so bad because I would just keep trying to put off dinner being ready because he was there and, you know, and it wasn't that I didn't like him or anything. I just didn't, couldn't afford it. Right. And that's how, when my friend moved in with us, you know, we, we laid down the ground rules, right. You know, you have to, you know, help us with the, the, the groceries and you have to help us with the, um, with the utilities, utilities, you know, anything, the rent wasn't going to go up. It was still going to be the same. The bedroom was going to be empty and we were going to pay for it or she was going to sleep in it and we were going to pay for it. It didn't matter. But things like utilities and groceries, those things. Right. Were so we we worked that out before she ever moved in. Right. And the person that was the most shocked was her mother. Her yeah. mother was way old school yeah. and was Big just time. just thought it was completely horrible that she lived with Unethical. us unethical, couldn't be trusted. And I remember I was in the hospital with that blood clot in my leg. Mm-hmm. And she brought you brought you gave you a ride to the house from the hospital and waited while you got a shower and changed clothes, got something to eat to bring you back to the hospital. And her mother was just oh, yeah. and I what are the neighbors gonna say? What neighbors? Yeah. We we both worked full time. We were busy. We didn't know the neighbors. I mean, you know, but it was something that never crossed my mind. I mean, she was just our friend. Right. But it's, you have to, in developing, everybody has friends. Well, you hope so. You hope so. Some people don't. But you, when you have, Which when you have a friend flag. for somebody. I mean, if you're marrying somebody that has no friends, you really should think about why they don't have friends. Because but it shows to be a friend, you got to prove yourself friendly. True. Maybe they're not friendly. No, that's true. Maybe you need but to. Think about it. Throughout your life, you have friends that come and go. Yes. That are in your life for a season. We've had many. And we have friends that we haven't met yet. We have friends that come and stay. And they're here. And we know they're going to be here. They ain't going nowhere. But. This friend in particular. Your friends that you have. If you're going to have them for life as a friend, you would hope that it would be your spouse that is your best friend for life because when you say sickness and in health and till death do us part, that's, that is a friend for life. 
not just a spouse, but a friend for life. And when my parents, when my dad passed away, I could see my mom declining quickly because they were friends for life. Yeah. And when dad passed away, mom and dad had been married 61 years. It just celebrated their 61st wedding anniversary. And three months after he passed, mom passed. Now, she had an accident, and we can't say that it was anything more than an accident. But but it was suspicious. It was not suspicious. The accident was suspicious. Just her, that her, she didn't fight. She didn't. She didn't fight to get better. Right. She was. She was ready to go and be where he was, because she felt that she couldn't live without him. And that. And she really did quit living without him yeah. because she 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 wouldn't go to her daughter's wedding. She wouldn't. She wasn't coming to his retirement because she and she straight up told us she wasn't because he wasn't here and right. he wasn't there to go with her. Right. So that that's the type of friendship that we're talking about. But you also have to have enough strength and friendship with Christ that when God calls you home, your spouse can continue on doing what God's called them to do. Yeah. And if it's not their time. If it's not their you just you can't quit living. You can't quit living. You but God has numbered your days, right. whatever they may be. And, and some people do quit living, though. And some people do. And I pray that when my time comes, that it's her time as well, that we go or together. Vice versa, yeah. That we go together. It's, it's just our relationship is that way. Right. That, But I don't think either one of us would quit no um because i mean we have kids and grandkids we have our kids and our grandkids and we know that us being here for them is important right but i also can't fathom being married to anybody else no i wouldn't i i just don't that, see, that wouldn't even cross i can imagine mind. how incredibly lonely it would be oh yeah to be on my own but i can't imagine i i just you don't you don't get it this good twice. No. You don't get a perfect match like this twice in life. I just don't think it could happen. No. And I don't want to settle for less. No. I'm not going to settle for no, less. No, I'm not either. And and I hope we never have to face that. And it I don't think that um well I know I would never find another friend like I have in you. And a lot of people don't understand that and it makes me sad. Yep. Because I want them to know what it's like to have your best friend be your spouse but that also comes into being like it state like it said in the bible verse here you have to show yourself friendly and in showing yourself friendly you can't be selfish to be a friend to have a friend you got to be a friend right right and if your selfishness always comes out first you're not going to be able to be a friend to anybody. Right. If you always feel like you've got to be right, you always feel like you've got to be in charge. You always feel like you got to be telling everybody else what to do. You always feel like what you want and your priorities are more important than everybody else's, then that's not showing yourself friendly. Right. Being friendly is being adaptable. Yep. It's not rolling over and saying, you know, I'll just go along with whatever, but it's also being adaptable to sometimes do what the other person wants to do right sometimes i mean one of the examples that just came to my mind is football 
I didn't grow up in a in a sports family. I didn't grow up watching sports. Uh, we didn't grow up playing sports. None of that. His family was a big sports family, football and baseball especially. I never really got on board with the baseball, although uh, taking Grandma Mac to that Astros game was awesome. But, you know, it was more awesome for me to watch Grandma Mac than it was the game. But, you know, I got on the football train right. with him. And I learned to watch football, to understand football, and to enjoy football because he did. Excuse me. And so, you know, that's part of being friendly. That's part of adapting and, and learning. Right. And even if you don't ever get to where you enjoy football or you want to watch it or you would choose to watch it. I mean, I choose to even watch it when he's not with me. But if even if you don't, just putting forth the effort goes uh, miles for your spouse they they she know. still won't watch baseball but i i watched little league little league baseball little league world series yeah he watched it yesterday while i took a nap so so it's you know that's things you do that i know that she doesn't like to watch it so when she takes a nap or she's busy doing something else i'll put it on right but it's you know it's learning to do things together that create a friendship and a bond right and and it's like that's that verse says you have to show yourself friendly you right. have to be a friend to have a friend right and you need to be your spouse's friend first right they need to be the priority on your list of friends yes and you need to find things that you love to do together that you enjoy and that you know like for us the motorcycle is is our favorite thing to do we love that's, to ride that's our escape. and we love to ride, especially in the Smoky Mountains. And, you know, we were on vacation a couple of weeks ago and I pushed myself to ride every day that we were there because I knew we were only there for a short time. And then I came home and slept for three days because I was exhausted from pushing myself to ride eight, 10 or more hours a day. But that's our thing that we love to do. And we knew we weren't going to be able to do it when we got back here to Texas because it was going to be too hot. Right. And it's hot. It's hot. God needs to turn the oven down. We we done. We yeah. done. Put a fork in us. We done. Right. But, you know, so just think about that and think about things that you can do with your spouse and think about if you want to go out with your friends, inviting your spouse to go with you. One of the things you can do with your spouse is to watch us. Yes. On YouTube. Or listen. Or to listen. Our, yep. Click below. Follow us. Like us. You subscribe. Can find, subscribe. You can find us on. Comment. You can find us on Jay Clamon YouTube channel. Or Elizabeth Clamon YouTube channel. Or you can find me on Facebook. Or, uh, or Instagram. Me too. All, all the social media. Yep. And you can reach out to us through email. Yep. jclamon at iCloud.com. Elizabeth at ElizabethClamon.com. And. Reach out to us if, you know, if you're struggling, if you're struggling in your relationship, if you're trying to figure out how to be friends, if you're trying to figure out how to have things in common, we can help with that. That's what we do. That's what we love to do. Yes. So reach out to us. We're here for you. Yes. Next. Did you lose Remember? your train of thought? Yeah, I did. I lost my train of thought. It just went. Yeah. <laughs> um, no so comment. So um, remember, be blessed and don't stress. God's got it. Do all the youtube stuff. Yes. Love you guys. See you next time on Sweet Tea. Bye, y'all. And fast. Bye, y'all.
Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.